When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. We should we should edit that out. We would go to the bathroom somewhere. Not you guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? Teeth's not exactly that long. Like it's not like it was a, it was like <laughs> tepidinous. I think my life without television would have been drastically different. All I feel I do is get people pizza. Sex in the car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that actually. I've never in my life hit a pinata. There were daddy conversations, there were mommy conversations. This was a mistake. Having you on the show was a mistake. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. Should be like sports. What's up, everybody? This is Dear Albie, the podcast. It is a real thing. I'm not even going to lie. We're shooting this thing right at my friend John's house in Hoboken. No place I'd rather be. Uh, I'll give you a shout, John. He gave us a fist just now. We'll, we'll make sure we shout him out. But anyway, I'm here, first of all, with my brother, Chris Manzo. Chris, how are you? Hey, Al. How's it going? And our co-host, Lillian Thakoria. Very good. Did I get first that? First time. First time. That's awesome. That was okay. right we put there. that thing on a T too. It was, it was good. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of doubt that I was going to nail that the first time, guys. Did you say we put that on a teat? No, a T, a T, like a, a baseball thing. No, you know we've got some things. We're getting to getting know each other. Getting dirty already. Okay. William, you're married, right? Um, yeah. Why'd you ask? Because most of, most of the questions today, no, listen, what you say on air and what you say off air are two very different things then. <laughs> so uh, what we have here today are a lot of marriage-based questions because that is foreign land to me. And I feel like a lot of people know about marriage. There's it's one thing that a lot of people either know a lot about or are very afraid of learning about because they're not. It's a big thing. It's a very scary thing. And that's why Al's been avoiding it. Like, Well, late. did you also, like, so you guys know, I don't see these questions in advance. I get a little bit of a theme, but... Did you do this to make me feel more self-conscious than I already do? Because I am not married. What, what, what I just said? Yeah. I mean, no, I'm just explaining that no, the most of, of the these day. questions are about marriage. Yeah. And I think what the most fun part about this is we're seeing exactly how far we've come as a society because the words that are used in these questions are phenomenal. <laughs> and um, that's really my great joy in this. What I need you guys to bear with me a little bit on, I'm ready to get right into it after this. A lot of these questions are long-winded. So I kind of did the best I could at just picking out my favorite parts of these. So I'm going to do a little bit of scrolling, you know, so I'm, but I'm going to uh, kind of get the question off, and then I'll kind of give you more and more about the kind of person that we're dealing with here. So with that, would you guys rather deal with a sad um, new uh, – I'm sorry, a sad divorcee or a very angry, angry man? 
Both these people are probably dead now. You should know that. Yeah. But do you want to <laughs> speak to an old man or uh, a lady who was recently left by her husband? And by recently, I mean Wait, years past. I mean, um, recent, what do you mean by recently? Like last week? Oh, this is this no one is knows the dates ago, on any right? of these. Yeah, but I mean in the question, it was recent. So um, a lady who was recently left by her husband mm-hmm. or a very angry Fired man. off. Left by her yeah. husband seems like at least she's in my camp. You know what I mean? Alone. All right. So, dear Albie, which is a way we're going to start questions. It's getting my, really sad. My husband was the quiet type, the last person in the world anyone would suspect capable of infidelity. Nevertheless, he was. I caught him with his girlfriend right in our own bed when I came home unexpectedly from a trip. After I filed for divorce, three of my neighbors told me that for the last year they'd seen this young woman entering and leaving my home many times after I'd left for work. I wanted to scream. Why didn't you tell me? You could have spared me all this. Then I realized they probably thought they were doing, quote, the right thing by keeping it quiet. Abby, I'd been told perhaps it could have been ironed out by counseling or just knowing would have caused me to file for divorce sooner and spare me all this humiliation of walking in on such a scene. From last to no. You know, I, I have to, it's funny, there's an expression, you know, believe half of what you see and nothing of what you hear. And I kind of feel like these days, people react to what others see. So in the case of infidelity, sometimes it's worse when other people find out about it or other people know, or they see it themselves. But they can have a little bit of an easier time getting over what was done. If they didn't see it, they just kind of heard about it and whatever else. And I never really understood that because to me, an action is the action. That really should be what you're judging things off of. Um, But I think it's the humiliation. If other people know... you can't really keep it a secret, right? Like, so if everybody on my floor knows that my husband's been banging this young woman in our bed. Well, everyone on the floor is all, below you, really. That would mean that, that he's super fucking cheap, okay? You can't get a hotel room. You got to bring him to our studio apartment. It's messed up. Yeah. Mm. So let me ask you guys this, though. I feel like we're focusing on the wrong part of this. Do the neighbors have a moral obligation to tell you that your husband's doing these in my personal opinion if they are your friends yes i want to hear this from my friends if my friends know that something and i've been in this exact situation you know not this exact situation but something like it where my friends knew some stuff and i'm like dude why didn't you tell me and they're like oh we didn't want to upset you so now with a relationship i don't think there's no excuse for that especially if it's a friend but if you're a neighbor we don't know the relationship this lady had with her neighbors um to ruin a marriage is a heavy burden or even worse, if you don't ruin it, if you say it and then he gets out of it, he talks his way out of that, now you're just a meddling neighbor. Or what if you're wrong? What if that's like his niece or cousin and they have some, I don't know, people are weird. I'm not going to get into I mean, that. <laughs> like, so if you're a neighbor and you see this happening, do you, are you getting involved? I, I mean, I'm not. As a neighbor, I think, you know, I'm, I'm with Lillian here. I mean, I don't think you could just say, oh, hey, you know, there's a girl leaving your house. That, it, it's just making a claim that you don't know enough about. And it just, to me, it's a, you know, you're kind of sticking your neck out a little. It's not 227, okay? What's that? 227, where that woman, what's your name? What's 227? Okay, now I'm dating myself. The show 227, there was a neighbor that was constantly. Yeah, I was laughing to be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Jack A? Was it Jack A? Yeah, Jack A. Oh, you're just. Like Jack A? Or like it was like. It was pronounced Jack A, but now I'm dating. We're digging deeper and deeper. Somebody, one of the readers might know the show that you're talking about. Yeah, but I just. (laughs) I'm sorry, one of the writers in these (laughs) questions. Um, I don't think it's uh, the neighbor's responsibility. You guys want to hear Abby's response? Sure. And see if you guys are better? Because. um, So here's what Abby had to say. And Abby keeps it super short winded. That was kind of the beauty of. Well, I'm more of an Ann Landers guy myself, but I, I like the short quick responses, make them feel a little silly for even asking the question. Let's see what she came up with here. I would not advise anyone to inform on his neighbors that there's too much margin for error. 
The word it, so the word from here is to keep your lip zipped. I gotta That's be honest. A, a very kind way of saying snitches get stitches. There's just a, <laughs> so much about this question that I feel is wrong with like the value system of society itself. Like it's really not about what he's doing that's wrong. It's about who knows about it. And it's just gross to me. I just find that gross. I do. It's morally corrupt. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know. Oh, so then let's go to something a little bit more recent. This is what I'm, I really would like to eventually do with this show is find problems from the past and problems from right now and show that really not so different, you know? Hmm. So much has changed, but also not a lot has changed. Well, I mean, look, if these people, the neighbors, had Instagram at the time. Or if she had ring. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, sure. Instagram ring. a story. If she like, had rings, a woman yeah. walking into your yeah. apartment. <laughs> like, what emojis do you think they would use? If, like a bunch of uh, monkeys with their hands the covered. Eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> if she had, if she had rings, she'd very simply say, "Who is this young lady going into my home?" Ooh. And then the whole thing's a wrap. See? Now, this is from loving grandma in Florida. If she was a grandma when she wrote to dear Abby, we can. I'm I'm happy to confirm this kill. She's gone. She's no longer with us. She's dead. We would Not agree if with she's that, right? Asian. She's probably 199 See, if she's that. Asian. Grandparents are the one thing, and I love my grandparents. Most of them. No, I love my grandparents. I do. They're not listening. But they're the one t- people in this world I feel like you grow up assuming every time the phone rings from a family member that one of them died, right? They're the first people I think you expect to you die. You expect them to go. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm getting at with this lady in Florida dead, especially with the Florida heat. Go ahead. So, dear Albie, my 18-year-old granddaughter is seeing a 30-year-old man. Mm-hmm. What can I say to let her know that he is way too old for her? I don't want her to hate me. Wow. That's a, she, that sounds like a snappy granddaughter, but it's a Florida granddaughter. No, uh, well, I, I think you're just very direct at that point now. I mean, I don't know what else you really can do. I don't think there's a... a, a this isn't going to be shocking to her, I don't think. And I don't even... What's weird today is I don't think 12 years is as big of a difference as it was maybe when this letter was actually written mm-hmm. but 18 to 30 is huge well That's if you look difference. back this is a i think the question i'm kind of getting from this i think a 12-year gap back then makes more sense than it does now how because now kids today man like 18 year olds are in a different world than we are al you're using periscope which is dated technology for <laughs> for kids like that's the speed they're moving at yeah but think about if it. you were dating an 18 year old girl right now you would speak different languages you have no idea where she's coming from at all back then an ice cream parlor is an ice cream parlor it's the same thing uh, you talk you have nothing to do you don't have different interests you're half of the couple's not even like allowed to have a job depending I don't know. on what year I mean, it is. I, I don't even know where the 30-year-old and the 18-year-old getting along, meeting. At least now you're on social media. Something happens. You're talking. I don't, I don't know. Whatever it is. Um, you know, somebody might look older, but this is just a totally different day and age. Do we have a date on this? No, we don't, we don't have dates on any of these. I uh, feel like it's just about sex. Am I wrong? Like, no. What do you mean? In See, this situation? Yeah. I mean, he's a 30-year-old man. Which 30-year-old man would not be interested in a hot 18-year-old piece? See, I don't know that I consider 18-year-olds hot pieces. Yeah, I, I don't. Them, really? I well, because you guys are just older. no longer children. Well, look, I mean, it's, it's no? basically the same. Uh, I okay. cannot see myself being attracted to a girl that's 18 years old. I, I can't. Mean, it's, it's certainly, it's <laughs> certainly possible to be attracted, but I, wouldn't, I can't you imagine dating on one it. because we just have such different things that, yeah, that we're uh, into. Well, sure. I mean, so, but, really, which brings me to my point. I feel like in the 50s or 60s, it, was, it made a little bit more sense to date with that big of an age group, age gap, because there wasn't that much to do. Do you guys want to keep going with this? Or you want to start a different conversation? You want to like 
go off on this, the 18 hey. thing, or do you want a new question? How are you feeling, Aline? Um, I feel like this is bringing up a really sore subject for me because when I was... <laughs> I'm in for sore subjects. <laughs> Put my pen down. When I was in uh, high school, um, I went to Catholic school. I had a boyfriend, Bob Miller, who was 17 years old. I went to the Catholic school. He was a quarterback at the public school. He dumped me for his 32-year-old boss at Redner's Grocery Store. Wow. How old was he? He was 17. I don't want to make, make light of your misfortunes, <laughs> no, but that a is a Hall of Fame 17-year-old move. You realize that? Like, as a guy, for a guy to pick up your I mean, boss look, she at was attractive, but her name was Maylene. And she His was working Bob at a Miller. <laughs> Bob Miller and Maylene belong yeah. Bob Miller was hot. Maylene Shut Miller, up, Chris. Maylene Miller Shut makes up, Chris. perfect sense. Bob, Bob Miller. Her name wasn't Miller. She's not his mom. Right, but if they got married... Bob Miller well, makes a lot did. more sense so than Lily Miller, to be honest with you. <laughs> and, like, where so did you grow up? Is this the town, like, where they shot Happy yes. Days in? Like, I mean, he, it was, he was a really the small... The captain of the football it was team. a small white town in Pennsylvania. I don't even know why we were there, because nobody in my town looked like me except for my family. But, um... Yeah, so he dumped me and took her to the prom and said, wow. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And you kidding. had to sit there and watch? No, because we, her go to, we didn't go to the same school. So I went to the so prom. So she school. went to the so prom. 32 years old went to the prom. She went to Daniel Boone High School prom. What? And she was Daniel getting a Boone divorce. High School. She was oh getting my a divorce. God, Bob so Miller is had, a legend. <laughs> she had a two-year-old daughter that he would babysit. And I remember thinking, hey, this is. There's something weird about him babysitting her two-year-old daughter all the time. How does this end? Um, I think she moved into his parents' house no for a little way. while. Oh, this is awesome. I went off to college and uh I would love to get I Bob never... on the show. Have you kept in contact? Do you have Are an you Instagram crazy? contact no, with him? I am not in contact with him. You probably is there any material. I feel like chain you know, of we... grocery stores by now. <laughs> no, no, I no. It's uh I just I So know. what did the Oh. It's like, uh, who was that, that couple? Billy and uh, Mary Kay Letourneau. Except he was 13 and she was yeah. 30. So that's worse, I well, guess. Well, can I tell you something, though? How many times do you see these teachers come out of jail and fall right back in love with the students? You know? Is it, is it, a, is it a picture-perfect it, love story? Stop no. Stop it. But... You know, well, they got like two kids now. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it was true. Love. I don't that's know. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's pedophilia, okay? If he's 13... She's a pedophile. I mean, yeah, but they're together now. I feel like we should move on. I, I know no, Chris's face. This is starting face. to get gross. I, <laughs> I look at it more like a scouting program than anything else. I know my brother's face. I, I just uh, no, you can't redshirt somebody when they're uh, 13 that, years see, old. See, that's Chris. what I'm saying. I feel like I feel like she redshirted him. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's exactly not, what I'm that's saying. That's how it works in the dating world. You know what I mean? It's not like oh hey, but you know what though? Dating the dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. It should be like sports. You know what I mean? Like we're 22 years old. Hey, you know what? I really like how this is going. I'm thinking of signing you to a three-year deal. I, I'm. I have to stop this because I have one more point to make. Oh my gosh. Could any of you say you went to prison for the one you loved? Could either of you say you would <laughs> sit through prison for the person you love? Like, what do you mean? Like, they're gonna oh, somebody's gonna I mean, sit down and could say, go to prison either for of them? you say like a detention because center? of the person you love, I'm sending to you to jail, just like, like that teacher did. And she came out, and she went back. No. She's like, I got my prize. Yeah, I, went, I did my time with a smile yeah, on my face. You also can't say that, hey, I met the person that I'm in love with before they in were the emotionally, emotionally or mentally mature enough to make the decision it's to get into a relationship with the first Because I was teaching him addition. I'm, I'm, listen, you plus me equals us, okay? That's what no. I'm saying. So for them, it's despicable the way it started. 
But so many things have been. Started with ill intentions and ended up kind of I don't know, they man. Have I kids. We, we got to get Bill Miller yeah, on the phone. And get can we get them on the show? Yeah. The, the, Bob, Bill. Can we get a teacher couple on the phone? <laughs> no. no <we> can't. <laughs> Does this show work like that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's our rules. We can basically do whatever the hell we want, I guess. Uh, okay. There's a couple more that I like. Do you guys want to hear from, 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 pressured in a town I don't know of or Wall Street Warrior? You I really like Wall Street Warrior. It's just so yeah. long, so bear with me a little bit because I'm going to more skim than anything else. So That's I'm going to give you the gist, juicy. and I just kind of highlighted the parts that I really like. Go ahead. Um, Wall Street Warrior is confusing the idea of his life with a problem that all men go through. I don't know of any people going through this problem. This is more of an Ann Landers than a Dear Abby, by the way. And um, so, Al. Yes, Chris. Let me know if you've ever dealt with this. Go and, ahead. Well, um, did, does your husband have a, you don't have to get too specific, but a like a corporate job? He's in finance, yes. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> so, Dear Albie, I've had it to hear. Now, this is on paper. I'm assuming he's at the top of his forehead. Yeah, probably. I've had it to hear with wives who complain about their husbands are dead or half dead sexually and that they feel unwomanly and unloved. Okay. I've never heard this. So, so the girls are, are in his office complaining to no, him. No, no, no. So he's a married man. Got it. And now, so you, I just kind of gave you the gist. Now I'm going to give you the highlights so you know what kind of person that we're dealing with, okay? Mm. Why don't these whining females stop thinking about how they feel and give some thought about how their husbands feel? The problem of the neglected wife is that more prevalent among the, I don't even know this word. Oh, the word, oh, I mixed this up. So I thought people, you know when a word, we'll get into that later. Oh, yeah. So You know you and words. Like, you know, you know what I mean? I get it. was like people <laughs> and I actually meant to say penis. No, so the word people was cut off yeah. and then the word that was underneath it, I skipped the line is basically what I did. I, yeah, right. So it's it. a totally different question, isn't it? <clears throat> no. So the problem of being a neglected wife is more prevalent among people in higher income brackets. Why? Because the greater economic pressure is less energy of a man uh, who has left for romance. So he's, he's so consumed with work that he, that he has right. trouble in the bedroom. Uh -huh. Or not trouble in the bedroom, but he's just too tired when he gets home. What I'm, get, what I'm thinking here is he's just a little stressed, can't get it up. But we're going to keep going. Go ahead. So the eight to fivers, so he throws himself in that category. <laughs> the eight to fivers That's not leave finance. This is the fun part for me. The eight to fivers leave his troubles, just him. There's only one gender that works in that world, in that, those hours. The eight to fivers leaves his troubles at the office or the garage or the store, but the aggressive young guy who's clawing up his way to the different is a different story. This is the best. He has to have eyes in the back of his head uh, to see who's trying to knife him. Every decision must be the right one or the, or the wrong one could leave him landed on the street. So he's clearly very upset about work, yeah. right? So now we're going to skip. This is continue to go. So what oh happens? He comes home exhausted. His wife considers it a personal insult if he doesn't uh, become instantly aroused at the sight of her bending over the kitchen stove. He's so chauvinistic of like what his wife should be doing and is doing and where women work. I need to know what year it is, and I hope he's still alive. So um, <laughs> if she should suggest something and he says he's too tired, this is the bet. Like he's saying it like it's general. Like this happens in every American home. This is my favorite. I need part you to be this. more animated, Chris. So, so the accent uh, would help. <laughs> If she should suggest something, he, and he says he's too tired. She locks herself in the bathroom and cries for hours. She's uh, positive that, A, he no longer loves her. B, her life as a woman is finished. C, he has another dame someplace. It has, it has struck me as interesting that a woman uh, has the born right to be too tired, but a man? Never. 
No, now he goes on to ask, he's continuing, what do you do if you're me, blah, blah, blah. Let's bring it to when he brings this problem to Abby's front door. Address me, Abby. You don't have the balls, is what he said to her. Wow. You won't print this letter because you always take the woman's side. Whoa. But I feel better for having written it. Now you can throw it on the floor, babe. Thanks. Wow. Okay, so Woo! this guy does not even like women, so I don't, I don't really even know how to respond to this. He, what, question, what is his question? Uh, what, what do you say to the, to the man? Who just can't get his wife off his back. Because yeah, you know all these guys that are trying not to get laid. Are we going to just totally ignore that he basically did the 1950s version of drop the mic? He said throw this on the floor. He literally dropped the mic before it was fashionable to do if so. If I said who said this sentence, now you can throw it on the floor, babe, thanks. I would say Frank Sinatra. <laughs> That's it. I mean, who else pulls that line off? That's crazy. Throw it on the floor. And he used the word dame in, in the whole yeah. thing. Dame. He called her babe. I've been dying to use the word dame in, in, in conversation <laughs> since I was born. I don't Honestly, know. It's never come up. So do you guys, broad, broad from the studio audience. Yeah. Um, so do you guys uh, do you guys have nothing on this? You, you're uh, just taking I, a back? You know, I think homeboy's got to chill out a little bit. I will say that. You know what I mean? Honestly. But here's the thing, okay? I think guys can definitely be stressed out at work, this, that, the other. But at the end of the day, this is what we're physically wired to do. Yeah. So, so he's like, gay. <laughs> you're That's either, what I'm saying. You're into no, there's, you're there's, there's a gay thing here, for sure. I think his personal thing is he's, he's in an office, and it's probably like a, a sexually charged well, office of macho men that all only, talk about how they don't have sexual problems. Only, he goes home, can't get oh, up, and he's he like, it's your impotent. fault. He might be impotent. Well, the only time he's really like energetic or jazzed up about anything is when he's talking about yeah. young guys. You know or when he's, he's talking like, about work. Like, you know, the young guys you know, that are worried about getting knifed in the back. There's a lot of innuendo yeah. there. We should probably play that one back. I know. Because I think you're onto something. So Abby, I'm sorry, uh, Ann Landers here doesn't really respond uh, to that specifically as much as she crowdsources her answer. All right, so um, next question off top. So she finds a bunch of other people that have the same problem that are just way less angry about it. And a lot of people say kind of what we're talking about. You know, I wish my wife, I wish I had this problem. Other people are saying, hey, man, same here, no big deal. Just tell your wife I'm tired and not to be so upset about it. Here's what we're going to do because I think we only have about 20 minutes left, maybe a little bit less. Mm -hmm. I would like for you guys to pick a number between 1 and 500. Oh, my God, really? Okay. 432. 234. Is oral sex wrong or kinky? Is oral sex wrong or kinky? You picked the number, pervert, not me. Is oral <laughs> sex wrong or kinky? I'm going to go with kinky. I can't uh, say it being wrong. But then, do you think like that we're wired for that? So, like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hijack the entire podcast <laughs> for a second. Because that's like painting on Egyptian walls I and had shit, a, you know um, I mean? a conversation with – I was on the phone uh, with my lady friend last night, and uh, she's long distance, so we have these long conversations. Mm -hmm. And um, she was telling me about her obsession with the uh, – I guess these, these reality TV people that um, are like, super religious, and they get married, and they don't have sex, and there's a whole courting process to it and things like that. And um, they don't teach them about sex at all, like in their communities. They basically just make them meet somebody. And like see what happens. And when they get married, listen to this, mm -hmm. they get married and 2,000 people go to the wedding because the whole community shows up. It's a huge Christian thing. Mm. I think it's like the Duggars, um, that, the ones that are still on TV, not the one that got into the whole yeah, conversation we were talking about before. Mm -hmm. So um, the uh, basically... They have sex for the first time immediately after they say I do. They all sprint out of the room and they go to and they have alone time. They don't have to have sex. They're allowed to do whatever they want. Is there a party before or after? But the questions <laughs> that the, after there's a party. Yeah. So the questions that they the the questions that they are asked on the TV show becomes and I'm kind of paraphrasing because this is all third yeah. party is what'd you do? And they're all very confused when they come out because they're like 
I don't know. We weren't taught about sex. We're trying to figure out what it is. So this is my question to you. Wow. Really? If you, I mean, listen, man, if you're just raised in the woods. A hole in a, come on. I, so I here's mean, my question. Is it that you're obvious? You're locked in a room. Is you it are that locked. Obvious? Is it that you, obvious? I mean, what do you do when you eat? What do I do when I eat? Yeah. What if I'm taking something <laughs> into my body, what, what I'm going about? to the boca, right? <laughs> so if I'm trying to create a baby, so the thing is they bone a lot and they never stop. Oh, because so they, you're saying. Their purpose in mm. life is to have as many children as God gives them. Right. Is willing to let them have. Right. So they just bone all the time. Right. But the first time is a tricky one because they got to figure out how to do it. Right. So I'm sure they have their little cliques growing up and like, oh, what you're supposed to do is this and all that. But on TV, they said a lot of people were like, hey, you know, I kind of cheated a little bit. I read some books or whatever. Other people said, I don't know what sex is. We yeah. spent the entire time in that room trying to figure out hmm. where this thing goes. Right. Well, here's the thing, okay? If you don't have the blueprint, let's say, okay, of how you should lead up to that. Like, there's no – think about it. There's no foreplay involved at all, let's just say. They just figure they know this is supposed to go over there, okay? And it's – it doesn't. It's not exactly that simple all the time. If you're not both into it, especially if you know the girl's nervous and this, that, and, and the other nervous. thing, yeah. you don't know what the hell's gonna happen. So I'm kind of with you. I I hearken back. I use the word hearken. Oh, nice. Harken, right? you like that? Nice Wall Street warrior. Thanks, bro. Um, <laughs> I I hearken back to a Boardwalk Empire episode where a woman and her husband meet up after war. And he said, I learned this thing in France. Yeah, do it the French way. Yes. And it was like she freaked out. What did uh, he learn? I think actually, no, she told him yeah. that. And he was like, what's going on? What no. do you think his next day at work was like? Yeah. So that had to be crazy. That's what I'm getting at here. Mm. Do you think when they have those minutes alone after their ceremony and all that, they go in and say, all right, well, we struck out the first time. But it was a decent consolation prize because the first thing we try – is that the first thing you try? The oral stuff? I would imagine – if I were guessing how sex works, that's my guess. I'm going to say absolutely not. You know why? Because how many people do you think when the first successful, you know, job, as they call it, took place and one person told two friends and they told two friends and so on and so on? You know how many people probably chewed on it by accident? No one. Think about it. No one. Think about it. Not a single person. You don't Are know. we being literal? Are we being not literal? Yes, I'm being literal. I'm being literal person. by accident. You know what I mean? Like, hey. Not a single. I you, swear to God. No. Shoot on it. Come shoot on, on it. Come on. What do you know? You don't it's know not, instinctually how, how to avoid such a thing. You don't know. If somebody put their hand in your mouth, a child, just yeah. like was playing, you're holding a kid and they put your hand in your mouth, would you be like, I hope I don't. Bite this kid's finger because no. I don't know what to do with no, it. No, no, it's never happened. Usually different. when something's in my mouth, I bite it. No, no, no. Like, like I just feel like maybe not chewed on it. Like not like it's a piece of you know like a like a like a whatever. Like it, it's not it's not something that you would like literally chew do on. Do you guys want to know where I, like I, I need breadcrumbs. I have no idea where we are no, in this like, conversation. Would you like to know where Inlander stands on oral sex? <laughs> it took a weird turn. <laughs> what? Would, would you like to know where Inlander stands yes, on oral I sex? Yes, I would. Any individual who wants oral sex for him or herself and is not willing to reciprocate is selfish and exploitive. Ooh. Yeah, but where did... This all happened because you picked a random number. You guys want to pick another random number? In the context of the question, I don't understand. She... Uh, <laughs> The, con- the question was, what is, was it, the question exactly? is it kinky? Yeah, no. Yeah, we I got, didn't, I didn't we got even to know a weird place. This is what it's like hanging out with us. What's that? We get to a weird place. Well, I got into the, the whole Mormon thing, really. I was so into And I feel like, what would your approach be 
into having sex for the first time without knowing anything about it? That's that's my greater question. I just feel like oral sex is way more intimate than sex sex. Um, I feel like it's been a while since I mentioned the Dear Albie uh, Dear Albie mailbag at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. should go to that. Yeah. Write all of your uh, instinctive questions on, on any type yeah. of, of uh Yep. Glad we got. I suppose we're accepting those questions. Well, now. we've got the teeth thing addressed, so <laughs> we can move on from there. So we got about five minutes left. Uh, Al, we have some questions that you probably don't want to answer. Uh, my name is listed in here too, but I'm not gonna. I'm the one reading the questions, so you'll never know that. Albie, can you rank the top three hottest housewives right now? Any show? I can't. I actually can't. I don't know any women that are on Housewives. Do you watch it? I don't watch no, it. No, I didn't watch it when we were on it. There's a very good-looking girl in on one of the 14 ones that they do out of California. Anybody in California is attractive. Yeah. And all of their daughters are very, very attractive. Yeah, yeah. But that might not be the case anymore. It's been years. Because now I don't follow Bravo on anything, so I used to see like their promos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if they have the same people. I anymore. don't watch anything uh, Housewives-related. I just don't. Um, so is there I, a reason for that? I mean, I know. I'm going to act like we haven't had private conversations about things like this is there a reason that you do you watch any reality tv at all well i think we've done reality tv enough that we can spot when first thing off the bat which we've got a million times reality television is not fake it is not fake however i can tell very very fast when you are a fake person on reality television meaning when you are playing a role and you're not being authentically yourself Hmm. and i think that only comes from us being our true selves and being around people that definitely weren't a lot of the time. And I don't really have a lot of, I have a little bit of resentment for that. So I don't watch it. Wow. So mm. Yeah. Took the long way there. Is that deep there? Um, How is that? Let me ask you this. I had such a good reality TV question and I forgot. That's a good one. Oh, no, I was disagreeing with something that you said. I would say it's more of a real, real reaction to a fake situation like reality TV. It's, yeah. it's not a, it's not I don't I would never say it's real like they don't wake up and show up to your house and just start filming what you do in your life there's a little bit more structure to it but that's all did you guys like that experience or was it hard I I think it was it was a lot of fun and and I think it brought it put life on a very different path than it ever would have been it was probably it probably screwed things up that we'll never know and it probably made things happen that we never could have had we not done it Hmm. when given the choice to do it a thousand times i would say yes a thousand times i Hmm. I don't i don't regret doing it at all would you guys do it again now uh for money (laughs) at least you're honest yeah i wouldn't do it for any other reason outside i don't care about exposure i don't care about any of those things um well, it depends on the show. The check. It depends too. on the show. Because people, there, there have been I'm big spineless. shows that people have said, hey, would you be interested in doing this mm-hmm. type of a thing and ran a bias. Shows, some cases were much, much bigger than Housewives that I was like, eh. No Bachelor for you guys? Well, you guys are both in relationships, right? Um, No Bachelor, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I've never that. been offered to be on any other TV show outside of the ones that I've said yes to. I don't know what you're talking about. There have been a couple of shows that there are people have that were working on those shows said, Hey, if such and such thing came up, would you be interested in doing it? And I personally said, I don't think that's for me. It may or may not have just come up. The name of said show. Well guys, time's running low. I'm sorry that I have to do this. But we're done here. Go to the Dear Albie mailbag at gmail.com to email us questions. Uh, if not, Al will be on Periscope. Al, do you have a Vine account or anything you want to plug? Do you have a Periscope? A What's Vine, a MySpace, uh, not, Monster, you, anything else? The Periscope you, you is what you on, said. Uh, on my Morris Code account. <laughs> 
If Tom from MySpace is listening, no, he just gets like around. Mail me, mail me, Lily. You snort when you laugh, huh? That's cool. It's good to know for future references. Let's just get this thing going again. I don't know if you're going to know that for future references. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right, Al, you want to wrap up your show? Guys, this is fun. This is fun. Lillian, <laughs> did you have fun? Yeah, I, I mean. Let's go around with this. Yes, it was fun. It was really fun. You're going to come back and do it again. Nice boys. Wait till you get to know us. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's all, we just got you fooled. It's fine. This is fun, guys. We're going to do it again. Come back. Catch us again on Dear Albie. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.